Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Uh, My name is Brendan McClenahan. I'm your host and we are back today on Thursday, the 15th of October. We've made it halfway, almost halfway through the month. I guess halfway through today would be halfway through the month. Um, And we are here with Isaac DeVisser, our formidable guest for the podcast. Isaac is an expert on uh, fifth grade and an expert uh, older brother an expert firstborn and a member of a missional community and a member of the church. So welcome back to the podcast, Isaac. I've really appreciated uh, your questions and insights thus far. Um, Today, Isaac, we are going to read from 1 Thessalonians. Do you know anything about 1 Thessalonians? Not much. Okay. I don't think I've read it at all. Yeah, that's fine. Um, It was written by Paul, who followed Jesus. He's a Christian. Uh, Paul never, you know, he met Jesus only as a resurrected Jesus, as in he never met Jesus before the crucifixion, only afterwards, uh, which is kind of cool. And he used to be a Pharisee, a teacher of the law. He used to be um, the person who killed Christians because he wanted to persecute. He wanted to stop them from talking about Jesus. But then Jesus met him and transformed his life. And Paul started following Jesus. And instead of killing Christians, he started trying to make Christians and mm-hmm. uh, trying to start new churches. And most of his writings every time he wrote, he was writing to a church to tell them to uh, keep going, you know, to tell them not to give up, to give them advice and encouragement and to remind them about who Jesus is. And, uh, and so these, in this letter, Paul is writing a letter to the people who are in a church in Thessalonica. Okay. That's a place in the Greek, you know, in the Roman empire. Thessalonica. Isn't that a funny word for a town? Yeah, it's a big word. But did you know that this letter, uh, even though like when you open up to the New Testament in the Bible, you know how the first book is Matthew and then Mark and then Luke and then John? Right? Mm-hmm. It goes on and on. Yep. You keep going. Um, the, Matthew is not the first book that was written in the, old, in the New Testament. Do you know what the first book that was written was? No, I don't. We're looking at it. First Thessalonians. It was the first book in the New Testament that was written. So that's kind of cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's the earliest one. Um, It's the first letter from Paul that we have saved. Um, So anyway, I will read first Thessalonians chapter one, verses one through 10. And then I would love to hear what questions you have about the passage and we can talk about them. Okay. Okay. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, 
Grace to you and peace. We always give thanks to God for all of you and mention you in our prayers constantly, remembering before our God and the Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters, beloved by God, that he has chosen you because our message of the gospel came to you not in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction just as you know what kind of persons we proved to be among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and of the Lord. For in spite of persecution, you received the word with joy inspired by the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. For the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place your faith in God has become known, so that we have no need to speak about it. For the people of those regions report about us what kind of welcome we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the wrath that is coming. All right. So, Isaac. First of all, is there anything in here that you have a question about that, you know, like um, maybe there's a big word or something you're not sure what he means or something that bothers you, anything like that? That's the verse 10, that one, because it talks that Jesus is going to come and rescue us from all of the evil things that might be coming in our lives. Yes. Isn't that cool? That Jesus comes to rescue us? Mm -hmm. That's good news, isn't it? What do you think that's going to be like? I think he'll like, he's going to like save us from all of our sins that we do. Yeah. That'll be a good day, won't it? Yeah. Do you know what's kind of cool is um, later in this book, we'll get to it uh, in some other podcast because we're going to go through the whole book of Thessalonians. But, um, Paul says that when Jesus comes back, we get to be his welcome home party. You know, like if, um, let's pretend your dad was away for a long trip and you heard that he was coming back. And would you guys, you know, when he got back home, if he's been gone for a long time, would you guys like stay inside like on your computers or, you know, be in the basement playing a game and he'd have to interrupt you or where, where would you be if he came home for a long after a long period of time hiding and then jump out and like make banners fall down <laughs> yeah you guys would be organizing a welcome home party right you put uh -huh. some thought into like making sure you were ready and you'd put some thought into making sure that things were set up and you'd be watching well, how do you know when he was about to come? He would probably text my mom because uh -huh. he does that all every single day on the way home or call. And we and he just texts saying, I'll be home. Okay. So you'd be you'd have your mom check her phone for text messages. Uh -huh. Right? And if you wouldn't then she wouldn't want to leave her phone like on the counter or like under a pillow somewhere, you'd want to make sure she was, she had it out and she was paying attention. Yeah. And then would you guys maybe look out the window to see if he was like pulling into the driveway or something? 
Yeah, because he usually backs into our driveway, but okay. we do have to be like, we have to move quick because he backs in quickly. Uh-huh. So you'd be looking out the window. You'd be watching, right? Yes. Yeah, like like looking through the blinds or something. Well, that's, that's what Paul says we get to do when Jesus comes back is we have to stay ready, just like your mom who's looking at her phone and going, okay, is he, is he coming yet? Is he coming yet? We have to pay attention. You know? We also have to keep our eyes open and look through the blinds, even if he's taking longer than we think it's going to take. We keep our eyes open and we're looking out the windows and watching and watching. Even if there's other things going on that we ought to be doing, you know, like uh, someone else wants to play with us or whatever, we are just focused on making sure that we're ready when he comes home, right? Yeah. So that's what Paul says we ought to be like when, while we're waiting for Jesus to come back. We should be like looking through the blinds and keeping, you know, aware and making sure we're paying attention so that when he comes back, we can be the people to throw him the welcome home party. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So I like that part of it too. Um, what else do you see in this passage? Um, in verse 8, it says, The Lord's message ran out from you not only in Macedonia. Uh-huh. And how do you say the other one? Achaia. Achaia. Your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. What do you like about that? I like that he's like not only in those two parts of it, of where, yeah. but like everywhere. Yes. Yeah, I like that too. Um do you know what they're he's saying is that everyone everywhere knows about how your lives have changed they know that you're christians because they hear about how your community um you know turned from god and sorry turned to god from idols and began worshiping god and that it wasn't a secret that everyone knew that they were worshiping god um, and that they had changed their lives. So isn't that cool that news spread about them and that people had heard about what they were doing and wanted to be part of it. So mm -hmm. that's kind of cool that um, that their life together, what they had decided to do together, just like you guys are deciding to do in your missional community to do different things as a family, to change the way that you guys are as a family so that um, people can see that you love God because you guys have, you know, you guys always go out and clean up at parks and you guys always get together in your houses and you worship God together. And people find out about that and it makes a difference, which is pretty cool. You know, one of the things I saw in here was, um, all right. You became imitators of us and of the Lord. For in spite of persecution, you received the word with joy inspired by the Holy Spirit. Isaac, how do you learn things? Um, I learn things about, like, if the teacher's doing a new math subject on the board, I learn by looking at it, at it, 
and then doing it and then looking at it again and probably trying to do it one more time. Uh-huh. Do you think you'd be able to learn math if you just watched your teacher do it on the board and you never did it? Probably no. I need some like what like what to do before I start learning how to do math. Uh-huh. Imagine if you just watch the teacher, watch the teacher, watch the teacher for the whole school year. And at the end of the school year, someone said, okay, I want you to do, I want you to take a test and see if you know all your math. You probably wouldn't be able to do it, huh? No, but if you're able to watch a teacher and then do it right away and then keep doing that, that's how you learn. Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I like this verse because that's what being imitators means is that um, we imitate one another and we imitate Jesus and we try to figure out how do we, how can we do it and not just watch it or hear about it, you know? And um, I think your example about learning math is exactly how we learn how to be Christians is we practice it just like you guys are doing as a family. You're, you're trying to live it out and do it and not just hear about it or talk about it, but actually do it together. And that's how we become Christians, isn't it? So with that, um, we'll sign off of today's podcast and prepare for tomorrow's. Um, in the meantime, go in peace, everyone. May we be people today who are looking through the blinds, watching for Jesus to return and uh, staying ready and watchful and waiting for him to come and rescue us. Go in peace, everybody. We'll be with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Thank you.